0: Oh, yeah, the chairman has COVID. Imagine that. All right. I think we're recording. It doesn't say it, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I see it. So, this is the last one for a little while. And um, this, I think, is going to focus on the three hours between when he finished his speech and when he made the little video telling everybody to go home. So, this is Liz Cheney. You know, you know, Liz.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> i actually uh had a town hall meeting phone call with our representative austin pluger last night and i hung up within the first five minutes of listening to him talk because he was just driving me nuts
0: <laughs> yeah so they're off till september all right i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get a beer perfect <laughs> slowly opening this this beer because last time it just blew up. It's a uh, Palm Springs beer. I'm a, you know, the,
1: the normal Coors Light in my velvet slave culture koozie.
0: You would like this one. It's a blonde. Hold on, do it again. I like it. All right, so I'm sort of, I'm curious what you think of like them making their presentation so feel free to chime in at any point and well otherwise i'm kind of curious to see it and and this was the period of time where i was most interested because i was like there's three hours so if it was a mistake and it wasn't supposed to happen you should have like tried to stop it
1: yeah i mean kind of like with that moron that they interviewed or the article that i sent you some of his I kind of buy, like, it wasn't planned. He just kind of joined in, which I think is stupid. I still am not convinced that
0: Trump was behind it. Well, here she's like, yeah, he wouldn't get on the phone and try to stop it.
1: I can't say that I
0: blame him. To try to stop the rioters? No. Yeah. Why? Wouldn't that what, what the president supposed to do? Uh, Well, yeah, but
1: an eye for an eye. How many riots and all of that happened in in Minnesota and all of that? (laughs) No, when you had Democratic Congress people supporting it and encouraging it. How is that any different? Because it's our capital? Or because it's Trump? Or because it's Trump?
0: How about if we do an episode devoted to the Black Lives Matter protests, and in some cases, riots, and just look at this as by itself? I'm fine with it. Okay. I think a president should, if he brings a bunch of people to an event, riles them up, and then they start rioting, he also, he should be calling in the National Guard and trying to stop the violence like that's what a president does
1: yeah yeah no and, and i can see that absolutely but what my complaint on all of this these hearings is the democrats are livid at trump for not stopping him. but they are fine with them encouraging some of these riots and all of that
0: okay again let's I think that those are, they're very two different things. So can we just, if we just focus on this one and then we can do a whole thing on what Democrats did or didn't do. So he knew that they were armed. They've established a lot of other things. Like he planned um, mid-December to have this event with a bunch of people in his office. Um, he was telling, telling the FBI To just say that there's a problem and let me and Congress, Republicans in Congress, take care of the rest. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch of other details that came out, but that sort of like make things look a little differently.
1: Is this wind? Can you hear the wind? Do I need to go back inside?
0: Hey, wherever you're comfortable. I can't really hear it. Okay. To be comfortable, you know, it's a beautiful time. Is that me or is that the poll? That's you. I see you. Okay. I love you too. That's my whole thing. It's like, I would be rioting if I believed the president told me that the election was stolen.
1: No. Nah.
0: I mean, me personally, no. Well, if it was somebody trustworthy, if it was somebody I believed. If Man, I don't, trust,
1: I don't trust anything that comes out of any politician's mouth.
0: That was uh, Steve Bannon's plan. He said the whole plan is to flood the airwaves with bullshit, and then nobody knows what to think, and then you can do whatever you want.
1: Pretty much. But it's sad,
0: because then it means that the people that want to do whatever they want anyway, that's their strategy. <laughs> sure, this just gives them an excuse. Just flood it with bullshit so that nobody knows what to trust.
1: That's that's the media for you today, too, though. But, uh, <sighs> you know, and I think once it got to that point, there's nothing he could have said that would have stopped them.
0: But he told, he sent the video and they immediately stopped and left. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how immediate it was. Oh, I'm turning off these closed captions.
1: Speak English. This is America. Oh. <clears throat> so have they had anybody that actually participated in this?
0: Yeah. I think they had They had one of the rioters um, come in and talk. What, what, and what
1: I... And was was their side, we did it because Trump told us to do it?
0: Yeah, he was like, I mean, he was like, Trump said it was stolen, so of course. I was like, so he's, he's done so much for me, I'm going to do this now, one thing for him. Right. Now,
1: my next question on that is, was he believable, or is he just trying to save his own ass?
0: I think he was believable. I mean, at the end of the day... It's not necessarily about what they claim, but I mean, if you just take the actions of Trump combined, he's, I'll say he's smarter than I think a lot of people give him credit for, because if he just outwardly said, I want to get a bunch of people here to stop the counting so that I can stay in office after losing the election, they would have him like if he had made that quote, (laughs) they would have him, but he didn't say that. He said all these other little things. Why is this chick still wearing a mask?
1: COVID is over. Maybe she has COVID. Oh, well, she must be a Democrat because she's still in a room full of people. Although, I will say, I'm inching closer and closer every single day to becoming a Democrat.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. Um, don't let me pressure you. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with you. All right.
1: <laughs> it has to do with like the town hall call that I was a part of last night. Like within the first 10 minutes was just him bashing Democrats. And he was on the Roe Wade stuff. And I'm just like, I don't understand where these Republicans are getting off saying the American public was is not in favor of your body, your choice. In favor of what? Of your body, your choice. It's like he's saying that every American out there, every Republican out there is against abortion. Oh yeah. And I'm Republican and I'm not against it. It's not my choice. It's not my body.
0: Wait, taking him down a tad so I can actually hear you. All right. I didn't think I could have the volume adjustment. Well, something that I think is smart. Oops. Live. All right. Um, is that they're they're calling all Republicans, like because they know that if they bring Democrats, like Republicans are gonna say, Well, you can't trust them because they're Democrats and they just hate Trump. Because that's the that's the line. So it makes it very difficult to have any sort of hearing if you're counting out half of the country already. But they're like but, you're working within that and they're calling all Republicans,
1: <laughs> but on the same hand. It's no different than not all, but a lot of Democrats, because you're a Trump supporter or because you're a Republican, you're automatically a racist. See, I don't so, think that's true. That's I think, what you I mean, that's what you read, a lo- like during all of this.
0: That's what I heard a lot was, oh, you like Trump, you're racist. Here's where I'll go back to Hillary in 2016. When she was saying her comment about there's two baskets of Trump supporters, one of them is just a conservative Republican who wants their tax cuts and likes limited government and they're gonna vote the party line no matter what and the other basket oh and they they and they don't they vote for him despite all of his racist comments and all of his this and that they they like the other stuff more and they they can kind of they look the other way when he says some of the stuff about Mexicans and and uh, Muslims and all that. And then she was like, and then there's another basket, But I call it the basket of deplorables that love him because of those comments. And those are the Trump supporters that I think everybody gets, uh, you know, definitely paints with that brush. It's like they liked him because he says that stuff. But...
1: I don't necessarily think, and, and I think that's the, one of the problems we have in this country today, is anything that anybody says can be taken out of context, and it hurts somebody's feelings, and somebody gets pissed off, I don't necessarily think, because when he says something about Muslims, or he says, it's not racist,
0: prejudiced, maybe, but not racist. Well, because, yeah, Muslim is a religion, not a race. But when he says, I'm going to block entry from all Muslim countries, that's, I think, where some people were saying that's kind of racist because that's races of people from Muslim countries. He's not blocking people from England, and he's not, I don't know. Well, I
1: think it's prejudice. I don't think it's racist.
0: Okay. Well, whatever the word, They there was a group of people that liked him for that, and then there was a group sure. of people who I think – voted for him because they're like, yeah, not crazy about that, but I do like the Republican platform and I'm going to vote for him despite that because I like him still more than Hillary. And those people I don't think are, I think a lot of Democrats would not call those people racist. I think they would call them uh, tolerant of racist behavior, but they're not racist of themselves. Like, they'll look uh, the other way. You would want them to stand up a little bit more, but they'll look the other way.
1: Sure, sure. I can see that. And, and sadly, that's a lot more, revel- I mean, that, that's, that happens more than people would like to admit. To say we don't live in a world with, with race, with racial issues is asinine, because we do. And the people that do look the other way, no, that doesn't make them racist, but you're still looking the other way when you could have stood up and said something like, it possibly made a difference.
0: Yeah. I think about that when it's like you see something, say something, you know, sometimes you're the last backstop or you're the person who has to stand up. And it's not always easy, especially when it's your team that does or says something because right. you have, and I do the same thing. It's like you have rose colored glasses when it's people that you like already Mm -hmm. or that are kind of like you associate with you're willing to cut them a lot more slack than somebody who you're coming into it thinking is the opposition right like i mean and i'll say liz cheney i've spent most of my life despising liz cheney (laughs) and it is hard for me to watch these and say well doing what's right right now and I'm not going to stand up and be like she's a hero for the country because I still think she's done so much in her career that has hurt things that I care about. But right now, I'm willing to accept that I think she's doing the right thing. Well, um, And
1: that kind of touches on what we've talked about politics in general of bringing up the past. Let's not worry about the past. Let's look at what what is actually happening in the present. And you can throw yeah. away. You personally can not throw it away, but I, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Not throw it away, not overlook it. It's still there of what you don't like about her, but you can appreciate the fact that she's standing up for what is right in this moment.
0: Are you liking this camera angle of Adam Schiff? Are you looking up his nose? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it looks pretty normal. It's like I'm watching TV. <laughs> well, hey, Marissa, I'm glad you made it. Oh, now she can hear you. Oh, I said, hey, Marissa, Hello. glad you can make it. Hey, we're having pool time chat and we're doing our civic duty and watching at least one of the many hearings.
1: Well, I'm very proud of y'all have at it.
0: That was <laughs> the waxing
1: I'm and that's nice nice getting on the podcast. I'm nice and smooth. Perfect. I'm going to go see. That's <laughs> anyway. fine. Okay, fine. Nope. There's not a lot left. I need it for these hearings. No. Still in my beer. All right, let's I'm
0: see what the they're talking about.
1: One more. <laughs> it
0: was. Fuck fire ants! I just got one. That's him. Oh, there's a riot. <laughs> he
1: was hungry. What do photos have to do with anything?
0: Let's see what he's doing. <laughs> no i don't agree with that just are you aware of any phone calls that the president of the united states made period you gotta you gotta cover your bases because it'll be like whoa 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 you didn't ask me about homeland security you just asked me about fbi or whatever they need to move the sign language lady because one i can't understand what she's doing and i can't read what they are saying see this is how you want the question to be asked All at once. Yeah, it'd be nice.
1: Let the Capitol Police handle it. It doesn't have to come down from the President of the United States. Well, they weren't handling it. Well, then that's on them and their chief. Okay. Hey, Kaylee. I remember you. Way easier to look at than what we look at now that's going to get me in trouble. America will hate
0: me now. Well, you can still come back from it.
1: No, it'll be in
0: my past. when we, when you and I put our names in the hat, run against all these assholes. So when you like, when you see, I don't know who this is, Mrs. Luria, but when you see her, are you like your, your reaction is like, she's out to get Trump. I have to be suspicious of everything Uh, she's saying.
1: No, I mean, my honest opinion when I see her, I'm trying to figure out what that damn chain is around her neck. Mm-hmm. She remi- it reminds me of the junkyard dog, the old wrestler that had all those chains, mm-hmm. Mr. T. But no, I don't necessarily think she's out just to get Trump. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, I do think it's a witch hunt.
0: And is that partly how much of that has to do with the fact that Trump spent The last five, six years, saying that the Democrats are always out to get him, and it's always a witch hunt.
1: Uh, It has nothing to do with him saying that, no. Okay. Because, like I was saying just now, why are they so hung up that in order for something to be have been done that day, it had to come from President Trump wanting it. It's the capital police's. I mean, that's what they're there for. That's what they're paid for. That's that's their job. And if they weren't doing it, why are we not going after their chief of police? Because yeah, it doesn't. I mean, because it doesn't make the headlines that this makes. It doesn't help with the elections like this does. And that works on both sides.
0: So let's because say that when the Uvalde shooter showed up and was shooting and oh uh, 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 we 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 go a whole episode on that, because, I know I know, so like the school woo! police the school police who were there to protect the school didn't, they weren't able to stop him. well, so other law enforcement was called in, granted, they didn't do the job they needed to do, but you need reinforcement sometimes when you're overwhelmed, and the people who are whose job it is to protect a location is compromised, and they didn't realize that there was this coordinated attack planned. Here
1: Which, here here's my thing with the Uvalde deal. Every law enforcement officer that was there were a bunch of cowards. Yeah, I know. But because at some point I don't yeah. give a damn if you're standing in that hallway and you can hear gunshots, you are armed, you have a bulletproof vest on, there's way more of you and I get they didn't know how many gunmen there were. But there's still way more of you than there are of them. Bust your ass in there
0: and you save somebody's life. All right. So it may not necessarily be your job. And I would argue it is Trump's job. But regardless, if you see something going wrong, like the Capitol is under attack, you at least pick up the phone and make an attempt to do something about getting reinforcements down there. Call to see how it's going. Something. Not watching it on Fox for three hours in the dining room and calling and and while and while that's happening, calling the senators while they're under attack, telling them to delay the vote that's going to confirm Biden's election. Like it really, really looks like you're working with the rioters when you're watching the Capitol under attack and you're calling senators to stop the vote while they're being attacked by your supporters.
1: And I can absolutely 100% see that argument. And I'm not trying to defend Trump at all by any means, because I agree with you on that. Yes, I'm sitting here saying it's the Capitol Police. It's the chief of police. It's their job. But yes, the president could have called and done something. Absolutely. But at the same time, I think what hurts him is him calling the senators and saying all of that because had he just kept quiet, that's an easy defense right there.
0: Well, the easy, well, defense I is, thought it,
1: I thought it was being handled.
0: Well, I mean, you're watching it on the news and you know, it's not being handled. They're like breaching all the doors and windows and they're on the floor of the house. And I mean, you know, that it's not handled, but I would also say, say, you know, when the shoe is on the other foot and it's a Democrat That you want to accuse of doing nothing. Remember this little Benghazi scandal, where you had an embassy that was attacked, and it's like in the middle of the night for, or I don't know what time it was in the U.S., but everybody was like, "Why wasn't Hillary there fixing it?" She's the Secretary of State, and our our embassy was attacked. It's like, what the fuck did you expect her to do? What's she gonna do while it's under attack? Fly over to like. Yeah, she was trying to coordinate to get reinforcements over there. But you know what? There's not that many reinforcements in the area. They're all at the embassy, you know, the embassy already. Right. So the people guarding it are already there. This is the United States Capitol. <laughs> and they're handling the peaceful, and I'm using the air quotes, transfer of power, which is something that we pride ourselves on. So I do think I would say it's important to get some reinforcements down there. And if you're the president, that's kind of your job.
1: Yeah, no. And I, and I can see where you're, you're coming from on that. I can't disagree with it.
0: Oh, oh I love it. Where they, they mentioned Ivanka. They had her, she has a deposition.
1: Uh, Regis was the best film.
0: Pat's number two. Try. Is Regis still alive?
1: No. I don't like the way this guy looks. He's a Republican. He just kind of looks like a twerp.
0: He's going to lose his seat because he's on this on this committee. And I'm glad that this is going to
1: go on hold until September because right now what they
0: need to be working on is not this crap. They need to be worried about the inflation. So what exactly do you want them to do about inflation? Is inflation something that they can just like pass a law and say, well, let's outlaw inflation?
1: No, but they can come up with some kind of damn something. I mean, it's getting ridiculous that you can't go buy very, very little groceries and it's costing you over two or $300. Man, the I price, agree with you. I mean, the price of meat is ridiculous. Something needs to be done. I mean, they need to... I don't know.
0: I don't know. I agree with you. Inflation fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I was going to blame it on something, I would be blame it on the last...
1: I'm not blaming it on anything in general.
0: Yeah. I'm just... Something needs to be done about it. We've been running the economy pretty hot for about... Since COVID. Before COVID. We've been like, we, we got out of, out of the depression or whatever that was at the end of the Bush years and the kind of, stock was ticking up and jobs were slowly coming, not fast enough, but we were getting the jobs back. And then at some point you have to, and the interest rates were down to like zero. And at some point you need to start raising those up and sure that's gonna increase the unemployment numbers and a no president wants that done. While they're in office because it makes them look bad, but you leave interest rates low for that many years, inflation's gonna happen it's gonna eventually catch up with you when you run it that hot for that long and so it's it's the Democrats and it's i mean trump didn't wasn't doing anything about slowing it down, and I mean he would never take any <laughs> any responsibility I'm sure, but it's all it's everybody who didn't Do anything and i guess it's the fed too they control interest rates sure but but yeah if if congress could do something to get rid of inflation i i think they would definitely do it they have all the incentive to to get rid of inflation before the election you think if there's any way that biden could like get rid of inflation he would not be doing it right now he tried to get his little gas tax holiday, which I think is bullshit anyway, but even the Republicans wouldn't go for that because they're like, we, it wouldn't have even done anything. So I get where Mitch McConnell was coming from, but, you know, they don't want to give him a win either. Right. Okay. Okay. But don't even get me started on the Brittany grounder crap. All right.
1: I love these graphics. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. Not to be mistaken with the cereal. So I'm a little confused about this guy. So is he
0: for, I mean, he's Republican, but is he for or against Trump? He would like to, he feels like Trump is in the wrong here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so the point of this committee, and I hate how everything gets politicized, but the point of this committee is to investigate the details of January 6th. So when something happens, like that's a big deal. You want to know who was involved, who was saying who? what, where was everybody, what was everybody what? doing, who, what, where, when, and why? Yeah, and so Republicans had the opportunity to select some some members and add them. Uh, two of those members were just out of the gate denying that anything happened that was wrong and wanted to talk about anything else than january 6th and democrats are in control of the house and they can elect to not have those two members on well when they when they said these two people can't be on the the committee republicans pulled all the rest of their choices from the committee so then democrats said all right well we know liz cheney and adam kinzinger Kinzinger, are both interested in investigating and so we would like to have these two Republicans on the committee. And uh, Liz and Adam accepted. So here they are. This is not John Deere's little brother.
1: This dude looks too young to even have a clue what's going on. As we get older, everybody looks so young. I know. And he's drinking Diet Coke. I mean, that's not healthy. That's the worst
0: thing you can put in your body. makes me think, like, I wonder if this is like product placement.
1: Oh, absolutely it is.
0: Remember Bill Clinton's Diet Coke? Mm -hmm. His denial? Uh, I never (laughs) had sexual relations with that woman. I'm quite parched from this testimony.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Man, I'd love to know his definition of sexual relations.
0: No, he was arguing that the word is. He was like, (laughs) I am not currently in a sexual relationship uh, or there is no sexual relationship between me and Monica Lewinsky. As in, I'm only saying right now. There mm. is no, like, am I right now having sex with her?
1: <laughs> Depends on what your definition of it is. That's what
0: he, yeah, that's what he meant. Yeah. It's like, now there was, if you ask me if there was previously, oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, we did <laughs> some stuff. But there is not right now. <laughs>
1: First of all, it amazes me that that glass was that easy to break.
0: Oh, there comes... oh, there's I the some of those move. people. I recognize some of those guys.
1: Why? I don't want to hear a modified version of it. I want to hear... Everything.
0: Oh.
1: oh, shit. Get over it. You got your feelings hurt. So is he saying he's a member of Disturbed, or he was like, emotionally disturbed because their version of the sound of silence is great the what i said disturbed version of sound of silence is great
0: oh i'll bet no i think he was disturbed that the (laughs) vice president was under attack and trump's only response so far after like an hour was a tweet Mm -hmm. attacking mike pence as he's watching what's unfolding fuel to the fire as you might say yeah, can't deny that one. But it's
1: what you thought, and that's the problem. See, that right there is exactly why Charles Barkley needs to run for president. No, I'm being serious, because you look at him in his heyday when he was this superstar athlete, and people were starting to idolize him. He had a commercial that says, I am not a role model. It's not my job to raise your children. That's what we need in the office. It's got to be somebody, we got to quit putting people in there because we dislike the other guy. We've got to put somebody in there that's actually going to do a decent job, which is never going to happen because the president of the United States does not have near as much power as people make it out
0: to be. Right. You need to raise and lower the inflation rate. Bingo. There's, just think, a, little, there's a lever in the Oval Office and it's, it's the inflation lever and Biden just keeps holding it up. And all he has to do is like pull it down a little bit.
1: Right. I mean, Biden, wh- what the hell are you doing? Fall, quit falling off your back and do something about inflation.
0: Pull the where's, lever, pull the inflation lever down. Like that's why it's in your office. So you have easy access to it. Right. Where's, where's Kamala? She should be pulling it down, too. She has her own lever, I think, in the vice president's office.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could just pull it at the same time and imagine how low it would go.
0: I think if there's like a cross-circuit, I think it breaks if you do it at the same time. Ah, Well, then just like back-to-back
1: real quick. They could FaceTime each other and like, bam, bam. But I think they can't do that because Biden has an Android and she has an iPhone, so they can't FaceTime. Kind of like my mother and I.
0: But I think we need to talk about some good news. Happy. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's see if, if Mike Pence makes it out of his office. There he goes. So they were talking about evacuating him and how the route they're going to take to get him out.
1: Tommy Tuberville, former head ball coach at Auburn and Texas Tech. Oh, Tommy.
0: <laughs> there's Josh Hawley running away <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny
1: <laughs> did, did you eat some edibles before the show
0: no but there was something about the way he was like and then <laughs> yep All right, we got a break. How are you feeling? I don't know. (laughs) I mean,
1: I'm going to stand by, it was the, the Capitol Police's force. It was their job to do it. But on top of that, I will say, could Donald Trump stepped in and done something?
0: Absolutely. So and i think once like the previous hearings i was reading some recaps they go into all the planning of this event and when you factor in how much planning went into doing this whole event and inviting people and knowing that the crowd is armed and wanting the cr- wanting the metal detectors to be taken down so that the armed crowd can come in And knowing and then sending them down to the Capitol, like all of that combined makes me think it paints a picture of like, he's not just sitting there because he thinks he can't do anything or he's like lazy or he's like, well, I don't, I don't know what I could. It's like, he's not doing anything because this is what he wants them to be doing. Sure.
1: Sure. And whether, well, there's no weather because you and I both know he's never going to come out and admit to that. But I think you're 100% correct on it. I, I think you were right when you said he never directly told these people to do it, but he believes that the election was stolen from him. So he worded shit the way that he wanted it to come across to his supporters. And as sad as it is, there's extremists on both sides and he knew his extremists would try to do something and they do. Yeah. I,
0: I agree. And I do think there must be some call logs. I mean, they're trying to get call logs from like Roger Stone and some of these people who were likely in actual communication with like leaders from the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and some of these militia groups who were, they talk about, Riling up the normies. You know, there's like the normal crowd who showed up and just thinks the election is stolen, is really angry about it. And then there's like these militia groups who want to use that crowd and get them angry enough and get them started because then crowd mentality just, oh, well, everybody else is running in the door. I'm going to run in the door. Or everybody else is running past the barricades and breaking windows. Like, I'm going to, like, once everybody's doing it, it's like you just need that. Um, that initial person or that, you know, you need the igniter to start the crowd, you know, in in doing all of this. And I think that that's where those organizations were involved and they haven't, they've talked to members of those groups, but I don't think they have yet like specific, if they can get connections between Trump's people and those people to show that it was coordinated, like I'm going to give the speech, there's going to be a big crowd of people, I'm going to rile them up. And then you guys are going to make sure that you get this crowd over to the Capitol and take this angry crowd and take them the rest of the way. Sure. I can agree with that. It's like, yeah, it's like cordon. It's no one person is that way. You know, you're spreading out the fault. <laughs> like if, if Trump just walked down from the podium and said, come on, and he walked down there and then he like started break Gu- guys, guys, break this window. You know, that would have been awesome, bro. <laughs> he wanted to go down there. And that's, that was a whole thing is they, they were planning on him. He and, and the people around him were planning on him going to the Capitol right after his speech, when he told the crowd to go to the Capitol. And I can only imagine what that would have looked like, but they said, no, the Capitol it is not, is it not secure. Made- we're taking it you back to the White House. It would have made
1: one hell of an
0: episode of South Park. I mean, they would have had to stop the show because they can't think of anything crazier. That, yeah, right. I mean, it's like the way
1: you were describing that. I'm sitting there picturing it like I'm watching an episode of South Park.
0: Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's how asinine this whole ordeal is <laughs> and was. I mean, I remember being confused at first. Like, wait, what's happening? And then angry. As a lot of the Republicans who are now have backtracked were angry that day, they were like, "Okay, this has gone a little too far. We put up with this asshole for four years and this is one step too far. Even Mitch McConnell was like, yep, he's not. This is his responsibility. He did this. Um, And then they said, we won't vote to impeach, though, even though he did this, we won't vote to impeach because he's almost out of office. So what's the point? And, well, I, and here he is lurking around for 2024. Right. <laughs> and honestly, if he puts his name in the hat, he's going to get reelected. He's going to get the Republican nomination. I don't know that he's going to get reelected.
1: He, I will think- get, he will get reelected because way everything's going right now, they're not going to put Biden back in office. And like we were discussing earlier with, Harris, I don't even know if that woman's still alive, to be honest with you. She, I mean,
0: I think once she's in the spotlight, we'll be able to better gauge what her.
1: But she shouldn't be in the spotlight this whole time. But like we were
0: talking about with Pence, I mean, every vice president is just, it's kind of a shitty job. You just kind of like, you go to ribbon cuttings and you go where the president doesn't want to go. We're like I remember right out of the gate he was like, "Uh Kamala, she's got she's got the border. That's her job." <laughs> I was like, "Uh yeah, great. Okay." And she was yeah. I guess having meetings with these other countries to try and uh get them to do something about restricting the flow of uh immigrants to illegally crossing the border. But um I don't know. But all of that is forecasting and I feel like that's That's something that I've tuned out. Whenever pundits start telling me what's going to happen, I'm like, Uh, okay. I mean, I, I do, I believe polling, but polling changes and polling can only be so accurate. Good polling. Like there's bullshit polling too, but it can change. And there's always like a degree of uncertainty too. And People, what they do is they look at the polling and then they try to tell me what's going to happen. And I'm like, that could that could change right. a long, long time until November. Oh,
1: it, it can change from one day to the next. I mean, today we could absolutely despise and hate and wish ill on whoever's there. And then the next day he could do something and everybody's going to love him and forget about what they hated him for.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was Trump's strategy in office is he would always... He would do so many things. I I think that's every president or every politicians. Well, a lot of other politicians, there'd be like one big, like one big gaffe or something they would do or something that was like a a scandal. And then they would embrace it. And then the, the, the thing that Trump figured out was don't apologize for it and deny it the whole time. And if you deny it, You make them keep working to try to prove it. And by the time they actually can prove it, you say, yeah, whatever. That's not a big deal. That was like last month. I've done like three three things since then. (laughs) But but that's why I admire Ted
1: Cruz as much as I do.
0: No, no. But here's why.
1: Because it doesn't matter what dumb, stupid shit he does or says. He continues to do it. I mean, he's the same person every single day.
0: I don't think he's the same person at all. I think he started off as this like I'm a clean cut uh, debater from Harvard, and oh, not the same person either. Because he he what okay. was hilarious but, is by the but, way he run he runs against Beto, and he's changed his name. He's not Rafael Cruz anymore. He's Ted now, and he's like Beto changed his name. What a what a a wishy-washy guy. Nobody changes their. I'm like you changed your name, Ted. Also, that's yes. not that big of a deal. And then now he's got his beard. Now he's trying to be like old, old like bearded. But you know, like who is it? Sam Houston. Some of those old guys had a beard. Yeah. In the early but, days but, but, of Texas, I feel like he's trying to look like some kind of elder statesman now. But but here's my thing: don't lump him in as an alumnus of my university. You're you're from Harvard too now.
1: Well, I cl- I have gone to Harvard. Yeah, didn't go to any classes. Didn't graduate. I walked through the campus. Very beautiful campus. So I claim I've been to Harvard. I went to Harvard.
0: It is hilarious to me when all of these Harvard and Yale and Princeton educated elite Republicans look at Democrats and tell those Harvard and Yale and Princeton elite graduates that they're elitist and I'm like at least they're honest about it because you guys are so (laughs) full of shit when you look at them and you're trying to claim to be like well I'm Ted Cruz I'm one of the people I'm just wandered in from my ranch what
1: (laughs) yeah that you know and like the guy that represents the district that I'm in Austin Pfluger I, I don't know his entire background I know he was Air Force, and he was already well off, and now he won this. But he was running against a guy that you and I went to high school with in Wesley Burdell. Now, I don't agree with 98% of the shit Wesley puts out there because I think he's kind of leans a little more to that extremist side than I want him to. But Wesley is your everyday guy he He doesn't come from wealth he didn't go he was in the air force but he didn't he didn't go to some big fancy school so on that aspect of it, you kinda would have to respect him but like i said i i think a lot of stuff that West puts out there is is propaganda to to divide the country even more than it already is
0: i mean to me there's like there's people that are in the system that are like they're insiders and they're getting all the support that they need to get to stay in office. And to me, that's fluger. And then there's people who want to be in the system. And to me, like Wes wants to be in the system. And I don't mean to, I, I like Wes, we went to high school together and we've had good and bad <laughs> Facebook conversations together, but well, it's uh, like when uh, you're striving uh, to be in the system with all the same people that this other guy is in then you're not as much of an outsider as you are somebody who's just asking to be taken advantage of because they know you want to be in their club
1: yes and I understand what you're saying I don't know I just I think like with Wes it's gotten to a point and, and I know I've known Wes since I was I don't know five six years old he's a good guy at heart he's a good guy
0: But I think he he called me a liar on Facebook, and maybe that's just the chip that I have on my shoulder. (laughs) And then and then unfriended me. (laughs) That's our last (laughs) that's our last interaction, and I'm not going to carry that. And I feel like if we were to see each other today, we would have a beer and and uh, a laugh, and I would hopefully he would put the AR-15 in the corner and wouldn't wear it on his shoulder the entire time. We're having drinks. But I think he's just gotten to a point to
1: where he's going to say whatever necessary to garner support, which in return would be votes,
0: which honestly he's never going to get. And isn't that our problem with most politicians that we don't like when we don't like a politician, we're like, Oh yeah, it's because they'll say whatever it takes to get votes. Well,
1: I, I think in my personal belief, I think it's every politician, whether I like him or I don't like him.
0: I think they all do it. I think some of them are more truthful with their intentions and some of them are a little bit more, they'll say things in bad faith or start arguments in bad faith.
1: I, I think a lot of them will say stuff that they truly believe that they want to go in there and make this difference and make this change. But once they get in there, they don't have the support of their fellow Republicans or Democrats, so eventually they just end up going siding with whoever's already in
0: there because mm-hmm. at least they're the more known of two people. If you have an unknown person who sounds like they're lying, and a known person who you know exactly how much they lie, and they haven't. Yeah, that it seems like a lot of places you get in your seat and then you can get real comfortable because people feel like they know you and you have name recognition. Anyway, so we're and back from make, recess.
1: And you can make a comfortable living.
0: Yeah, there's not that, yeah. Don Jr.'s first
1: Capitol Police tweet. Don Jr. responds. Oh, we have a new translator. Don Jr. told us. Don
0: Hannity agreed. Don Jr. On it. the only one. Throughout the attack, Mr. Fox News. White House count- dude kind of looks like Urban Meyer. I've never heard of General Kellogg before today.
1: No, every time they say his name, I think of cornflakes,
0: but he was an insider.
1: <laughs> but my argument with like other riots versus this one now it's a tragedy because it's not happening somewhere else, it's happening at the Capitol. Now it's a tragedy. Now rioting is bad,
0: now the violence is bad we can really do a whole episode but there's a lot of differences between (laughs) those the main one being that one of them is based on a lie and the other one is based on real police violence like real death happened and these people are very upset about it and that doesn't justify it but it's like they did go out there because somebody was killed by a police officer and they were upset about it and if any if like any Democrat gave a speech right beforehand and then said, and then we're going to go down to the police station. I'll be there with you. And then all of the supporters went to the police station and then attacked it. And the Democrat that sent them down there was just like silent. Then I think you're talking about something comparable, but also in this case, democracy in our country is hanging in the wings. So yes, it is like a bigger event. The violence could have been the same comparable, but, in this case, they're for the first time I mean, look at trying that. to they've overt- got their flags overt- overturn peace- an election. They're peacefully protesting for America. <laughs> <laughs> look at them. They're all excited. They're just whoo America. It's like the most exciting day in their life.
1: Well, I, mean, I was reading the
0: article from the guy that you sent who is from Brownwood. From Brownwood. And or he graduated from Richland Springs, I think. And, yeah,
1: yeah, Tyler did. Yes. And he was
0: like, "Oh, it was such an adrenaline rush. I haven't felt anything like that in my life." And I'm like, "Yes. That's what he was playing off of. Is it feels really good to be part of this like big mob and you feel like you're saving the country because you're told that that's exactly what you're doing. You're saving the country." And and I don't know, it just <laughs> Yeah, really- and, and that one part in there where he was talking about his wife
1: is in the military and she supports him. And you can go back and read the article and the interview that she did. I need to research that tomorrow and see
0: if I can't find that article. Cause I'm curious, I'm curious to see what she has to say about it. I mean, she's probably on the same page as he is. Well, I'm sure she's, she's married to him. Still married to him. (laughs) You know, at at first,
1: when I first started reading it, some of his answers, I was like, okay, I can kind of, sympathize with like i see where he's coming from
0: for listeners at home this is an article that we'll put in the show notes (laughs) yes
1: and then as it went on and on and on he it was like he got pissed off during the questioning and then just went on this tirade about pretty much everything that was said to get them to do this to begin with
0: yeah, I mean, to me, as soon as he said the election was stolen, I was like, oh, well, I understand why you were there. If I thought the election was stolen, like I said, what would you not do for your country if you feel like it was being taken over? Like, right. I don't know. I would. So he believes that. So, of course, he was at the Capitol. And
1: I think at the time he was like
0: a youth minister. Okay.
1: Of looks like Ted Cruz. West Wing was a great show back in the 90s. I cannot disagree with her at all. I can disagree with this guy all day, though, just because he looks like a twerp. <laughs> I mean, I think they all suck, and the world is going to hell in a handbasket. The last two real presidents were JFK and Richard Nixon. <laughs>
0: Richard Nixon, back when Republicans actually held their side accountable and he had to step down when he was committing perjury and obstructing justice. Like I said, real president. He did what was right. By stepping down, yes. I, but then he still, he bitched about it for the rest of his life. Well, you know, it is what it is. What do you think about that? What do you, what do you think about that exchange between McCarthy and Trump? Uh
1: I had a guest
0: walk through the back gate and just said, Hey bitches. Ah, ah. you I mean, you my- heard it? I mean where okay, he was saying, um, yeah, this is a violent group, and Trump was like, No, they're Antifa. And he said, No, there are people, you need to do something. And then Trump's response to Kevin McCarthy was, Well, I guess they're just more upset about the election theft than you are. Which love you Love you too <laughs> yeah we got that so you oh uh, hold on jared kushner's on hey check your phone well plug in your phone
1: then i don't have headphones you can do speaker right i can but
0: i'm afraid it's gonna pick up how long does this thing last because we're going close oh, to two hours until it's over it takes as long as it. Do you need a? Do you need to switch to a laptop or something? Are you? No, because that would require me going inside. That's right. You got a nice setup out there.
1: Well, this is the first day in like the last two weeks. It hasn't been like one hundred and seven hundred and eight degrees here, so it's
0: pretty nice out here tonight. It looks nice. It's nice over here. I'm watching doves landing in the bird bath. So. But,
1: I think we've gotten to a point to where I know we've discussed this in the past and I have constantly said over and over and over there's nothing that Trump said that incited this and I'm going to stand by that but I'm also going to add he didn't say anything to not incite it. Sometimes it's what you leave out. Sometimes it's what you don't say that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, so slowly, but surely Scott, damn it.
0: I don't want to be a Democrat. Quit making me be a Democrat. You don't even have to be a Democrat, but you could just look at a president that does this shit and be like, oh yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> oh, I agree. Okay. Just, just like Biden's wrong. Like I didn't have that. I've never been like that anti-Republican, but the more that. They line up behind this guy the more i'm like okay you want me to lump you in with him all right and that's that's where i'm at i'm like if you're all gonna lie for him then i'm gonna look at you the same as i look at him um like mike pence even that day mike pence did an honorable thing by not fleeing the Capitol. sure and
1: by what he thought was the correct thing to do
0: yeah, he understood that it was important to have a, the transfer of power after an election. Um, do Even I if like it was
1: rigged so I, and robbed. What? Even if it was rigged and robbed. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I've got to throw my my nonsense in there every now and then. <laughs>
0: Not, I can just totally agree with you, Scott. We can appreciate nonsense. We just we sure. don't we don't call it truth. we don't get people we don't get our listeners riled up to come and try to overthrow the government
1: no they're just going to overthrow the scott and carl show but they don't know where the headquarters is at
0: so we don't have a headquarters sure we do is it the pool is it your new beautiful pool
1: no it is in denver colorado on 17th street the 400 block
0: Ah. oh wait here he is he's making a statement he's all like (laughs) <laughs> well, they got to go home. I feel like in this moment he's disappointed because it didn't happen. Like they're still in the Capitol, but he's not happy about having to make this statement to sure. tell them to tell them to go home because he knows that 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 means it's over. Like they're gonna go home now. Well, you can see it; it's written all over his face. They're gonna try. It. <laughs>
1: I like that baseball bat hanging on the wall. <laughs> This lady throwing gang signs is really driving me nuts.
0: Ooh. So I got just really enthralled in this. Did <laughs> you see my drawings? I can. <laughs> They're appreciated. Well, yeah. So do you, uh, do you need to retire? I do. All right. Well, you've been a trooper. I'm going to watch. I'm going to keep watching. This is, interesting to me
1: <laughs> but, i'm gonna take my shorts off and get in the pool
0: make it happen go with go with god what god i don't know just the god of swimming oh okay. yes i think his it, name's julius do like everybody else and just make a god for whatever you wanted to do anyway and just say he i like this, it. Is, this is what he wanted me to do i felt the
1: calling i did And he came down from the mountain with the rock that was on fire and a bush and told me to get in the pool naked. (laughs) Well, I have enjoyed it. I'm glad we're actually... The first time in a long time in politics, we're on the same page.
0: Yeah. Fun. Well, I've always felt like we are on the same page of... For the most part. ...what we would want to have happen. It's just a matter of, like, different sources that we've each seen and different information that we have and once we start to combine it then i feel like we get on the same page correct which Uh, proves
1: that we can all coexist people
0: (laughs) no i think the country i think the country and the planet are gone in the next 50 years (laughs) Oh,
1: it'll be sooner than that
0: (laughs) that's right But on that Uh, bright note, hey everybody, we thank you for listening to the Scott and Carl show. We know it's probably very difficult without visuals to know what the hell we are talking about most of the time, but just so you know, we enjoyed ourselves. And that was the main priority.
1: Yes. We don't care about your happiness. We only care about our own. Our own. own.
0: But we still we still do care about your happiness a little bit. Yeah, but just not quite as much. Tune in next
1: time. For another intriguing episode of the Scott and Carl
0: show. Yes. And Ah. uh, so long.